Was that it? I don't know. Welcome to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. It's a podcast and we're professionals. Sometimes we do the podcast. Sometimes we don't, baby. Listen, blame me. Always. It, when in doubt, it's my fault. So to be fair, Kate thought she had coronavirus again. I was very, very sick. This I was even more sick this time. I know what we should be talking about. We should be talking about how <laughs> your rescue mission. Yeah, you're right. You guys, listeners, listen. Okay, so um, since Kate has lived in my home before, her mother has adopted me. Yeah, she's decided she says, you and Daniel are her her. She new said Columbus that kids. girl, no mom. Thus, I'm her mom now and my spy. <laughs> So what? When it feels like just yesterday, but it also feels like six years ago that this happened yeah, to me. Yeah, it wasn't last week. It was, it was the week two before. weeks ago. So two weeks ago, um, Kate dropped her cats off to live in my house for a while, which because, was honestly a treat and a dream. Because before I got sick, I found mold in my house, and I was mold getting in my house. There's ooh, some mold in this house. <laughs> and then my water heater went out, and I had to get a new water heater. And my car broke down. So things like, were rough. Hey, she's on an upswing. She <laughs> things is are alive. better now. Um, but so I was like, okay, cats are going to have a little camp at They Claire's. went to Cousins Camp with Marky. <laughs> and they had fun. <laughs> they did. Um, so Kate's cats were at my house. Kate's cat. Kate was not at my house, even though I begged and pleaded for her to come to my house. And she said, no, I'm an independent woman, except I need you to house my cats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have to go to work. And um, I like a shower. That's got my stuff in it. <laughs> That's true. Um, so I, it was, it was a fateful, I think, Wednesday morning, and mm. I was about to get in the shower, and I, my phone's buzzing, and I look at my phone, and it says Shelly is calling me on Facebook Messenger. This which is I your time. I didn't even know was a thing, and I was like, first and foremost, I'm in the nude. <laughs> I can't speak to Shelly in the nude. I was like, I can't really. I was like, I don't know why Shelly's calling me. We're also. Daniel and I are filming Kate's sister's wedding. And so I assumed that it was something related to the wedding. And I was at like, the butt crack of dawn. It was like 7 a.m. And I was like, I will deal with this in about 10 minutes after I have showered and I have at least a robe on. <laughs> so I get in the shower and I get out and Shelly has called me two more times. Oh my God. And then she said, will you please call me? I'm worried about Kate. And I went, <gasps> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Finally, a common cause. (laughs) So I called Shelly and she was like, I need you to go to Kate's home and make sure she's alive because I think she's going to be late for work because she's not answering her phone. And this would be the time she leaves for work. And I said, yeah, that checks out. So I said, let me put on some clothing and I will venture to Kate's home and see if she's alive. And Shelly was like, excellent. So I go downstairs and I said, Daniel, we have to go check on... I explained the whole situation. I said, I'm going Kate down. is dead. Kate's dead. And he said, well, I'm coming with you. I said, great, because I don't really know what I would have done had I been alone. So we drive over to Kate's, which is like 10 minutes. And I get there and I say to myself and to Daniel, what am I supposed to do? I don't have a key. <laughs> so I like peek my little head in the living room, like through the window. And I was like... Well, she's not there. And then I was like, her bedroom has blinds, so can't look in. And even if I could, that's, that's very creepy. weird. So I just start like knocking on the door. And then I was like, my little hand hurts. And then Daniel had to knock on the door. And that finally did it. But so before we even left the house, I texted Kate and I said, listen, your mother 
told me to go to your house. <laughs> if you do not want me to go to your house, you need to respond immediately. Because I'm on en route. I said, what am I to do? Disobey? <laughs> no. <laughs> the call? <laughs> so I um, I tried to call Kate one time. She didn't answer. And I was like, okay. So I had my phone open. And I could see. I saw after we'd been there for like two minutes, typing on her, like Kate's <laughs> typing. I went, okay, she is alive. And so she goes, I told my mom I wasn't going to work. I went, ah! <laughs> so embarrassing. So, it was so funny. Which, for, for Shelly's benefit, I didn't directly tell her that. But I was on the phone while throwing up the night before, crying, being like, I'm so sick. I don't know why she thought I was going to work. But she said, listen. I, and I'm just like, so, ah, I was so, so sick. Like, I haven't felt that sick in, like... She opened the door and she goes, I think I have coronavirus. And we were like, oh. I, well, Great. because all of a sudden it was like, I had a bunch of symptoms. And she it goes, was, I literally I like have I by every truck. symptom. And I went, oh, Great. <laughs> Not every symptom. I never lost. You did, no, I didn't you lose said, my sense of taste. I mean, I had just woken up. You said out of at a fever. the door to me. You went. I have every symptom, and I went. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I was. It was like it shouldn't I, be funny, but it was. Like I was, I was like, <laughs> I was so so sick, and I went to bed, and I woke up, and I had woken up to like. I didn't hear, and my sound calls. was on. I didn't hear any of the calls. That's how like. I don't know, loud I was like sick snoring or yeah. like whatever, but I um, woke up to like a million calls from my mom, a million texts from my mom, and then some calls <laughs> and texts from Claire, and I'm just like, shit. <laughs> I, the best part is that when I was on the phone with your mom, like, <laughs> she like had really convinced me that you were either dead or just really, really asleep because she was like, you know, I'm afraid that she just like accidentally fell asleep last night and didn't pl- plug her phone in or set an alarm. And I was like, you know what? That does check out. I mean, that is. I was like, I almost said to mom, I almost said, you know, there have been several times that I've had to call Kate. That is definitely my brand. But but that time it was intentional because that's how she convinced me because I was like, Kate's dead. She's dead. When I was talking to my mom on the phone, I was like, I like don't want to miss work, yada, yada. But I hadn't had a fever yet. And then that night I had a fever. And so. At that, and then it was like maybe eleven. I called my my sister and I told my sister, "I'm not going to go to work tomorrow." So this is really my sister's fault because I told my sister, Dana, I don't "I'm looking this. at you." I was, and I talked to her about it. She's almost a doctor, basically. Close so enough. she was like, "Yeah, you definitely shouldn't go home. You can get your test tomorrow, but don't go to work with a fever for sure." And I'm like, "Cool, cool, thanks." But my so that morning before my sister, before my mom called you, she talked to my sister who was like. Yeah, maybe you could send Claire to check on her later. <laughs> she said later. Like in <laughs> So Vanna was envisioning like, oh, if you don't like hear back PM. from her. <laughs> yeah, if you don't hear back from her for like an hour to maybe send someone. But like then I told my sister later, she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was a rapid so response unit funny. of the Stevens came and got me. I can't believe we didn't even bring Marky. I know you and my cats back to just look at me. <laughs> like what so i'm feeling better she didn't I'm, have covid by the way no yes negative negative good news all around just normal sick um i'm feeling better i'm just still all congested and gross so i'm sorry for your audio but i've listen felt guilty it's about a no podcast we have to make if you want us to talk about secret life you're gonna have a little stuffy nose 
Um, but anyway. <laughs> so now we're going to do a quiz. Well, obviously, I mean, New Girl is all the, the rage right now. Everybody's back into it. Is that true? Yeah. I am. I mean, I feel like, I mean, who knows? The TikTok circles you run on. But I feel like my Twitter and my TikTok, everyone's like rewatching right now and talking about I it. I am. Because it's an excellent show. It's very funny. So we're going to take a quiz called Are You Jessica Day, Nick Miller, Winston Bishop, or Schmidt? Honestly, Schmidt, Schmidt. <laughs> I don't appreciate the coach erasure. Yeah. Or the CC erasure, but you know yeah, what? Yeah, that's very true. Also, what's Schmidt's first name? Do you remember? I honestly don't I remember. I know it's in the show, but I don't remember. It I think matter. it's just Schmidt. It's Schmidt. <laughs> um, all right. What would you do if your friend was sad? Get uncomfortable. Give them an inspirational talk. Try your best to help ease the pain or take them for a walk. Who? I'm going to choose get uncomfortable. <laughs> That's very fair. I feel like. You, have you seen that gif of. The broom. Um, the, yes. <laughs> from 30 Rock and it's Tina Fey with the broom while someone's like throwing up. <laughs> and she's like, they're there. I feel like. That's me. I feel like you've been good when I've been sad. That doesn't mean I'm not uncomfortable. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go. Take them for a walk. That's always my move at work. When some one of my coworkers is having a bad time, I'm like, you want to go for a walk? Because <laughs> not being in the place is better yes. than being in the place. You go to the store. What are you purchasing? Cat food? A new French press? A plant? Or a clean pair of socks? All of these are very likely for uh, me. All four if I'm at Target. Yeah, literally. I'm like, that's just a day at Target. Um, I mean, I, I love a plant. I got a new plant. I saw the one in your living room. Yeah. Oh, good. It's a croton. <laughs> you put it on a salad. <laughs> That's what I said to Daniel. <laughs> Dumb. I'm going <coughs> to. Whoa. I'm going to pick. I'm so sorry. I'm going to pick cat food because I did buy cat food yesterday. I need to I buy. I just feel like I'm just setting myself up to be Winston. Be a big Winston, yeah. I need cat food, but I'm going to buy a plant. <laughs> How would your friends describe you? Caring, motivated, organized, or laid back? Hmm. <laughs> How would you describe me? Organized. Okay. I would describe you as laid back. <laughs> <laughs> I did the surfer. <laughs> this, what is this? Hang 10? Sure. <laughs> I call it the bruh. <laughs> I don't know why. Bruh. Your the house- <laughs> We need to talk about that later. Your house is on fire. What is the one thing you're going to save? Your crafting box, your pet, your favorite suit? Nothing. I have no meaningful possessions. Wow, this one is so clear. Who is who? <laughs> I'm I obviously also love my that, pet. Like, these are the four options. So if you don't pick your pet, <laughs> fuck your pet. I have to pick. My I have pet. to pick my pet. It's very important. Where would your ideal place to live be? That is such a weird way to say that. Okay. New York, Washington, Maine, or Montana? Where ideal? None of these have, like, the beach. I mean, Maine Maine does, but it's cold. I think, or Washington, I guess, is also on the beach. I think Washington for me. Also, I think New York has a beach. Okay, fine. Most of them have beaches. I feel like maybe Montana (laughs) might. Montana's definitely inland. They probably got a lake, though. Does I'm doing some quick googling. Montana have sales tax? I don't think they did for some reason. Montana I know everything. has fre- thousands of freshwater lakes and rivers. Thousands. Wow, that's great. 
I'm going to pick Washington. That's what I picked. Wow. What's your perfect date today? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not too hot. Not too cold. Paint and sip. Going to a bar. Going to a nice restaurant. Or baking cookies. Mm. Paint and sip. That's like when they like drink wine and paint. We should do everybody that, paints but not the same picture at anywhere. We should do it here. So at your house, we just have yeah. a craft night. Is that what that's? Oh, that'd be fun. Do people do that? I don't know. We could watch a Bob Ross and try and <laughs> try and, and do fuck it, it up. <laughs> <laughs> I never get it though, because I'm like, I don't want. I don't the want the paint. The yeah, it's like I'd rather do like a craft thing where they're like, here's a bunch of supplies and everybody gets to make whatever, and then at least it's original. Yeah. I don't know. What do you? listeners out there if you've done a paint and sip a paint and sip what did you do with your art at the end did you keep it did you throw it away did Is you it give it as a gift stuffed in your house somewhere it checks out there's um, a lot of stuff stuffed in my house <laughs> i'm um, gonna say restaurant i like um especially if someone else is going to pay <laughs> yeah that's true i've i like to think i have a nice restaurant person but really who am I? I'm going to go baking cookies because I like baking cookies. cookies. What did you who did you get? Who did you get? Who did you get? Winston. I got Winston. <laughs> these quizzes How are, are so Winston. These quizzes are so pointless because we always end up with the same person. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do it again. Random. You stay as Winston. OK, so we'll Winston, see. I'm Winston. And then the quote is Saturday is a day for sleeping. And damn it, you will not take it away from me. And that's fucking Okay, true. I retook it with random answers and I got Schmidt. Okay. And it says, damn it, I can't find my driving moccasins anywhere. <laughs> I love He him. has the best bits. Like, he's, he has such good lines. Did you see, there was like a clip going around on Twitter of, it was like, what if we all did everything really aggressively? And it was like, they're making the bed really aggressively. He's just they're like, like we're like, like, getting off of the couch really aggressively. And people were like, that's just Schmidt. That is the character Schmidt. It's so good. Well, uh, it was so weird. I like was watching, um, which I never finished because who am I to finish a show? But I was watching, fuck, what is that? Veronica Mars. And he was on it as a young cop. And I was like, I don't like that who do you it. think you're fooling, Schmidt? <laughs> Get out of here, Schmidt. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody uh, watch New Girl. Report back. Thanks. It's a fun show. I guess we could talk about Secret Life. It's a fun show. <laughs> This week, we're talking about season three, episode five. Called, which way did she go? Which way did she go? Um, What did you think of this episode? I honestly didn't think it was great. I think it's excellent television. I laughed out loud several times. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mood this morning. I personally maybe maybe upon it. talking about I'm it I'm gonna convince you yeah okay. maybe upon talking about starting it starting rating the parts from I Kate liked. one out of five <laughs> ending rating the goal at least a four out of five yeah I gave it a three out of five um I feel like so. we never rate things below a three I, yeah because it ha- what's the point I mean who knows <laughs> it's fine it's definitely not a bad episode I but I didn't was, feel like anything happened it was excellent there were some Goofs. good bits. There were some good bits. Yes. I was neglecting the bits, but let's discuss. All right. So we open at the Jergens. Amy calls home. Do what a dumb person. LA? They live in California for mm. sure. Well, so Amy, it's seven o'clock in New York, which means it's four o'clock in Secret Lifeville. <laughs> and Amy calls home and she's like, hey. And they're like, Anna and George are like, what? what? Is something wrong? She's like, no. 
starting my day and they're like it's four in the morning and she doesn't even act like she's aware of why that would be a problem for them she's it's like she doesn't understand time zones yeah that's my theory is that nobody ever taught her time zones but they tell her it's four in the morning here she's like what she's like fuck you i'm i'm gonna call you anyway like okay and so then they have a full conversation um she's basically she's like i have to go to do registration today which i'm not sure shouldn't she already be registered if she's there yeah but sometimes they like go to the building and like orientation yeah yeah um so Anne basically coaches her on how to be a human she's like i don't know where to go and she's like well look at your map and she's like yeah but i have to take the subway where's the where's a subway and i was like it's new york there's a subway restaurant probably somewhere look it up there's an follow apple, the smell of fresh Applebee's. baked bread there's an applebee's in times square i'm sure so there's got to be a subway i think i ate at a red lobster in times square that checks out on a you. school trip which is so sad um never listen to men i think that is the full takeaway from this podcast as yes, a whole. yes never listen to men. Not, never a good idea um then she well amy has to get a metro card she's like where do i get a metro card she's like at the subway Oh. And Anne's like, we talked about all of this when you were at home, you dumb, dumb bitch. I said to Daniel out loud when that happened, I said, you know, she did leave town in like a matter of hours after Dr. Banks said she got in. So it's fair that she did not catch all of the information. But why didn't she call last night? <laughs> the morning of, she's well, like, she's, I should think about this. She's kind of stupid. She is kind of stupid. Um, also, Anne is a liar and she says, New Yorkers are really funny okay. and everyone will help you. Yeah, that, I was like, you're signing your daughter up to get mugged. Like, she <laughs> is going to be murdered, I think. Yeah. I um, wrote recipe for a kidnapping. For sure. Oh my gosh, that would be now that would be some TV. A twenty-four style Oh my god. Episode. Ricky <laughs> flies to New York to find Amy. Oh my he god. Brings John. John shoots someone. <laughs> John's a murderer. 20, that's what happens on twenty-four sometimes. Listen. Children, they they shoot each other. <laughs> I have watched a lot of twenty-four. <clears throat> I feel like that happened. Um, so Anne gets off the phone and she's like, well, I'm awake now. And George's like, me too. So they decide to bone. Yeah. Right. Good for them. I didn't like all the boning from the parents. Yeah. I wrote yuck. <laughs> yuck. I said, I Official did. statement from Kate. Yuck. <laughs> yuck. Listen, it's a serious. It's a secret life of the American teenager, not Molly Ringwald and Baldwin man. Baldwin. <laughs> Oh, man. So we go to school. Um, I'd like to talk about these band nerds. (laughs) I'd like to petition to Brenda Hampton. Brenda, I know you're listening. I need you to A, revive Secret Life and B, make us writers. Cast Kate and I as these two band nerds (laughs) (laughs) that both have greasy hair. Oh, my God. And all they do is talk shit about Amy. I was like, these are the mean gay band nerds. (laughs) Like I'm they clearly were into Doctor Who. They are very judgy. And I was obsessed with them. Um, they're two random boys. They look to be Here about for, seven years old. Yeah, it's so nice to see in comparison to the main characters. Right. They like have actual young I think people. That Ricky, when they started filming it, was like 23. So. Yeah. And they, these kids are literally 12. And they're like, so, Did you hear? Amy Jerkins is pregnant again. And they're like, She's 50. <laughs> so I, I obviously they don't have names. So I wrote, The one with short greasy hair says that Amy's a good French horn player, but not that good. And then the one with long greasy hair says she's first chair as a sophomore and he has a speech impediment. And honestly, and I don't want to laugh, but he was like, She's first chair. <laughs> I was like, I can't because he's clearly 12. <laughs> He's like a lollipop and like a little spinner hat on. <laughs> I'm she's 12. For, I'm for chill. 
But honestly, this is a pretty good French horn jab because a lot of French horn players aren't very good when they're oh my god young. So you know how on Friday night I was texting you about bands. Yes, I was we answering your a, questions. <laughs> we, we were at a marching band show for Daniel's brother, which was weird in itself given COVID. But it was fine. Um, but they had a Melphone soloist. And I was like, oh, that's Kate. It was, was like, literally she's, me. She's first chair. <laughs> Only a sophomore. <laughs> I have so many questions about marching band after watching that show. First of all, I think marching band's a cult. Yeah. Did you guys? All okay. organized okay. activities. Okay. Take... You know? Yes, but like. Let's have a band corner. Okay, I'd I love to, to talk. take a band corner. So first of all, I texted Kate and I said, I have an important band question. I said, A. Um, does and I said, I've been waiting for years <laughs> for this question. I've been waiting for several years for you to ask me. <laughs> so I said to Kate, does every band have a drum major that twirls a baton? And I said, no. Because this one did. A, a lot of bigger bands are bands that are trying too hard. Yeah, this them. band had like 500 people. Like OSU is famous for theirs. Yes. So 500 people is a lot of people. Well, it's a big, big high school. Um, But our band had like if our dorky band in high school of 40 people had had one. Can you imagine how embarrassing? Be, I mean, this one was kind of embarrassing because he was very bad. He kept dropping the like he would be like, I just hold it at some point. You just you kind of do the up and down. Yeah, and he, he would just do that. On. But then he'd do he wanted to do tricks. And I was like, well, let's let's not be overzealous here. And he said, I would love at to one be. Point, so he was like probably at least 10 feet away from the band. The band's do it like playing a song. He's doing all kinds of twirling. He throws the baton in the air and it landed in the middle of the marching band. <laughs> and I was like, yikes. I wonder if he was like a stand in or else his director should have told him stop, stop. throwing it. Just hold on. You we can't also, catch. <laughs> we also went the, not this past Friday, but Friday before we did go to the senior night which involved a football game, but I mean, who cares about that? So um, there was a band emergency. Oh, because someone sit on the so Daniel's mom. Um, you know, I have been thinking about that a lot recently. An iconic moment. Um, Daniel's mom helps with uniforms and then a band mom. We know she them well. is a band mom. She helps with the uniforms. And then there's a guy that's like in charge of all the uniforms that I, I know who he is because he's Daniel's brother's girlfriend's dad oh my god it's a whole web but all of a sudden it's like 10 minutes to the end of the second quarter and this guy is like marching down the bleachers and onto the track and he starts power walking over to the band and i went daniel there's an emergency he wouldn't be going over if there (laughs) he took the drum major away and i was like took him into the school and i was like there's an emergency and then i was having a little bit of a panic because it was like so close to halftime I was like, am I the drum major now? Well, he hit him over the head and replace him. (laughs) I don't know. So who can say? But yes. So that's my band question. Um, My second band question is, did your band do like a lot of weird chants? Um, Well, not as part of the game. (laughs) So we wouldn't do any chanting on the way because we would march to the football field. And then if it was a home game or ride a bus there and then do the whole thing. Sometimes you would do like stuff in the stands, but not really. But on the March home for home games, we would do fuzzies. That's what they call it at Daniel's school, I guess. No, we would. It was like there would be a lot of call and response Ah. and silly marching Ah. and um, silly. Yeah, you would like one thing that we 
weren't supposed to do, but we did anyway, was the one to ready switch. And you and one other person would look at each other and you'd be like, well, us. And then during the cadence, there was like this cadence, there'd be a part where the music would go and it'd be like, one, two, ready, switch. And then you would run and get to the other person's spot and they'd get to your spot and you'd switch mid-marching. That was fun. Chaos. And then there was like, they did like, they were leaving to go into the school after the show and it was like a mosh pit, but they were all like running in a mosh pit into the school. Hmm. And... Daniel and his other brother that was with us, they were like, oh, yeah, you got to be real careful. You get hit. And I was like, hit with what? And they're like, an instrument. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, we marched home, but and then it would just be kind of a silly, crazy It was time. a lot for me. And Daniel and his other brother, who were both in marching band, were sitting next to me during the whole show. And they knew, like, Daniel graduated high school in 2012. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, literally knows all the chants, yes. all the movements. And I was like, this is a cult. Yes. Yes or no. And definitely sticks with you in a way that and you I don't realize. Looks, and they were like, what? And then Ben goes, you don't respect my culture. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. I mean, it's very much like the people you spend almost all of your free time with for like most of the year. Because like marching band is so much practicing and like you're have yeah. class together and worked and i like, felt like molly ringwald in the first episode of this show where she was like <laughs> your band director's kim kim jong-il and i was like man full circle but anyway uh but that's band corner so that's band corner these two band nerds at the school say that they start a rumor that also i called one of them the short hair greaser <laughs> okay yeah basically uh, they're like amy's not good enough they're to like ba- yeah be in this there's no be way it. she made it into a music program. She's not that good, even though she's full of as a sophomore. Uh, so she so must she's, be pregnant, she's pregnant again and hiding out. Yeah. Which is wild because if it's the end of the school year, the summer's not that long. Yeah, she could just wear a sweatshirt. <laughs> and like, if she was showing at all, no one would notice. Yeah. So fuck off, you dumb so nerds. <laughs> then uh, the first reason this episode is a five out of five is that Creepy Joe is back again. He is back in full force. Um, so he comes up and he hears their like little rumor starting. And so Alice and Hank are there and he's like, hey, Alice, what's the stats? What's the stats on teen moms having second babies? Because and- our side characters are talking at the same time. Yeah. And being like, is Amy pregnant? No. Is Ben pregnant? Maybe. <laughs> Very possible. So Alice gives off like deadpan stats on like one in four teen moms have a second baby in the second year or something. And he, she's like, "Why?" And he goes, "Gotta make the odds." (laughs) Horrible. Um, Creepy Joe, we missed you. (laughs) So then, Madison and Lauren come up to Alice and Hank, and they're all just kind of like looking at each other, and they're and they're like, "Is Amy pregnant?" And they're like, "No. Why? What?" And they're they're uh, like maybe maybe who? she didn't tell you, and they're like why wouldn't she tell us? And Hank's like maybe because last time you told everyone. It's a very good point, Hank. Um, then they're just like looking at each other because Alice and Henry think that Adrian's pregnant, but they don't know yet. And Madison and Lauren do know that Adrian's pregnant, so they're just kind of like looking at each other, and they're like, "What do you know? I don't know." And it's just a lot, a cute little dance that they're doing. We love um, it. We stand. Ricky and Ashley show up to school. Apparently, they went to breakfast because they went an hour earlier than they normally do to drop off John because Ricky was nervous. That's he wanted, me. He wanted time to drop him off and Ashley said that Amy throws him out the window. She I'm like, that's goes, fucking rude. You don't need to go an hour early. Amy literally throws him out of the car and then drives away. I was like, okay, I don't think that that's Well, true. we literally had episodes talking about how she like 
would wait around at the nursery. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. So um, you're saying she they got used to their routine. I was like, okay. All right. I'm over Ashley's shit. Oh. Same. Um, <laughs> We're so done. Ricky's like, don't say that about my woman. He didn't say that last part, but he did say don't say that. And then he's... Like, she's a good mommy. She's a good mommy and blah, blah, blah. And he even... Like, he's okay with everybody. And he and Ashley goes, yeah, he loves those two ladies at the nursery more than he loves his parents. That was brutal. She's like, he loves First those two all, ladies at the n- nursery more than me, you, you Amy, mom, and dad, everybody. anybody. Um, second revival request, maybe we could be the two nursery ladies. And then we have our fun little side yeah. plot. Brenda? Bring in. I hope you're listening. Oh my god. Well, we could play with babies on set. Oh my god, a dream. Honestly, perfect position for us. Um, so then two extra different extras Man. like walk by and they're like, Yeah, Amy Jurgens pregnant again. Prego. And Ashley, like gra- okay, there's a boy and a girl. The girl, like, they see I think Ricky's like, What? And the girl literally runs. <laughs> Like she's going to be murdered. (laughs) Then Ashley grabs the boy by the arm and she's like, what? I was like, oh, God. He's like, everybody knows. Everybody knows about this thing that was said five minutes ago. Ashley Jones. What an episode for the random extras. I do love when we get to see. Yeah. Like they're like, hey, there's a kid on the street getting a popsicle. Want to be on TV? Um, I Greaseball? (laughs) Creepy Joe comes up to them and basically repeats everything that just happened. And he's like. Amy's pregnant. We all know it. And they're like, no, she's not. Um, I wrote in my notes, I love Creepy Joe more than I love my parents. <laughs> He's such a bad actor. And I don't want the odds on my that. My favorite thing is that Creepy Joe, I think we've discussed this, but Creepy Joe, the guy that plays him is... His last name is Hampton. Isn't well, it? in the show, his last name is Hampton. But in real life, he's the son of Marshall Bowman. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And Marshall Bowman was on Dukes of Hazzard, so he's, like, kind of famous. And so I think Brenda was like, hey, if you sign on to our show, we'll write in a part for your kid. And Please. Then and then Marshall were, was like, I must uh, go. Kill my character off now. But he's like, can my son stay? Thank you. He's having a great time. He loves it. <laughs> uh, so then Grace shows up. Grace is like, hey, Ricky, um, we should be friends. And Ricky's like, no, thank you. No, no thanks. You suck, remember? Um. And then Grace runs into Adrian. Adrian's like, yeah, Ricky knows about the baby, whatever. And then Grace says, she like starts to talk about the baby. And then she's like, oh, I, I know, I know. Ixnay on the, on the fetus, fetus face. I wrote that down in my notes as well. I wrote that down and it took me so long to type it. Like I was like typing in another. You're like, what does this mean? I, like, I That'd be a really good like um, family crest for the show. Ixnay and on then the it fetus face. It'd look like Latin around it and it would just be like a pregnant teen. <laughs> For the revival. Our revival. Listen, it's going to be hip. It's going to be cool. It is going to be very cool. Um, then Adrian and Ben are talking. She's like, don't look at me like that. And he's like, what? what? I don't have what? eyes. I, what do you mean? And then they're like, we should talk. And I'm like, great. So then Jack runs into the coach. And the coach is like, hey, did you hear that Amy Jurgens is pregnant? And Jack's like, what? And he's like, well, they said she's going to New York for music, but she's not very good. So yeah, I was like, can't be true. people are dehunk. But this is also actually the show is giving us some clues. I was like, glasses, eyes. I couldn't what? remember the word clues. Um, um, yes. So then coach also asks Jack if he found a place to live. And, and he's, he's like, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Staying with a buddy. And then Grace comes up. She's like, you don't have any friends. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. What is up with people like, in the show being like, 
hey, you don't have any friends. Well, Grace hey. is really one to talk. She truly has no friends. Yeah, because even the friends that she did have who also don't have friends don't like her right now. Exactly. Because she's annoying and rude. <laughs> Grace says to Jack, they need to talk to Adrian. She's like, I don't want to convince her to do anything. I just She's like, join my anti-abortion yes. committee and go, let me, let's go harass her. She basically says like, I just want her to know that we care about her and that we care about the baby, like blah, blah, whatever. And Jack basically says, no, mind your business. Literally. And she's like, what? I would never. So then Adrian and Ben go outside and talk. Adrian's like, it's tomorrow. The abortion. The abortion. They do say abortion a lot in this episode. Um, So then later in the day, I'm assuming after school, Grace tries to get oh Adrian God. to go into her car I was for a kidnapping. Literally, I guess. Grace is trying. It's like she's like a predator. She's like she's trying like, to I, trick I realize you haven't seen the inside of my car. And there's candy in there. And if you look really you. carefully, I'll push you in into the trunk. Exactly. Um, so you can't have an abortion. I would love to bring up something that made me laugh out loud. And it's that Grace is trying to basically like convince Adrian without actually saying the words don't get an abortion. And so she's like, you know, it would be really nice if maybe we because Amy's out of town, if we went to oh the church God. nursery and she thinks volunteered. She's slick. Yeah. And she goes, you know, we did. We did tell Amy that like she could keep John because we would help her. And we and, haven't and helped. we haven't done that yet. I was like, John is literally over a year old. And they're and like, now oh, you're... yeah, we did tell Amy we would help her. And we, and we lied. And we didn't. And, and for Grace to think that that would be a good way to convince Adrian to go. It's where to it's like, like to, for I her to, convinced this other girl to have her baby. And, and we, I, I never helped. Ignored her. So, and I'm trying to convince you. And listen, I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen, but you'll never right. see me again once that Possibly. thing's born. So then we go, Hank and Alice square up with Madison and Lauren, and they're like, all right, let's get all our cards Listen, the we're table. the side characters said, what here. What do you know? What do we know? Great, let's share. Um, so I don't... Hank pretty much bluffs them out. He's like, yeah, what do you, we know. What do you know? And, and they're, they're like, like... he Well, because they say Adrian's pregnant, and they're like, yeah. And then they're like, wait, yeah? And <laughs> And they're like, um, fuck. <laughs> and then they're like, poor Adrian. And then they're like, poorer Ben. And somebody goes, yeah, everybody's, nope. everybody's poorer than Ben. Ben's rich. Great. Uh, so Henry and a- H- Hank Henry and Alice have a conversation basically t- together about the hypothetical situation of if they accidentally got pregnant. I'm like, why are we talking about this? I'm like, is this going to happen? I know it's not. So I'm like, we can't do this again. Every character just can't accidentally get pregnant in the show. That's not a plot. That. Um, that's just being in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this was important for them, but they were like, basically, Henry's like, well, I would want to know. If you were pregnant and I would want you to keep the baby and, and like, get married. Great. I might tell you, I might not. And he's yeah. like, what? And then he, he's like, well, then we won't have sex until we're married. He says, she's like, okay, that's okay. manipulative. <laughs> um, I would like to bring something up. And it's that the kid that plays Henry Hank what constantly has pink eye. Did you notice this? Yes. Yeah, so he because definitely had a close up of him this time. And I was like. What do you, you think? Have pink eye. What do you think those two are doing in the bedroom? That <laughs> so he keeps getting I pink just eye. I know why the kid that play, like is he okay? Alice is pooping in his eyes. But like the actual in the actor, real life, yeah. What's up with okay? him? Like what's up with your eyes, my man? And he's like nothing. He either has pink eye or he's high. Well, that's fair. Or both. 
Pink high. Pink high. <laughs> Sounds like a Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watermelon. Pink high. Watermelon pink high. Um, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. And it just is like, why would you pick this kid with the wateriest, pinkest <laughs> eyes? I feel like he auditioned and he was fine. And then he got the role. Maybe he, he has like, allergies. Maybe he has bad seasonal allergies. I think people keep farting on his pillows. Yeah, maybe he's got a fart pillow fetish. How often can you get pink eye before you die? <laughs> Wow. Google's going to love that I'm not search. getting a lot of clear answers. Yeah. So maybe why? Can you die from pink eye? Why? Pink eye can cause blindness. Pink eye. From pooping on people's eyeballs. Pink eye cause. Is he? Conjunctivitis. That's the medical term. People? Some people get it when they're sick. Yeah. All right. Chemical splash for an object. Block to your Fecal duck. matter. Poop. Anyway, that's pink eye. That's our medical pink eye corner. <laughs> yeah, that kid's got watery eyes for sure. Um, so then we go to an office, like reception area. What was this? See, I was this this episode did have good goofs for no reason. It was like they were like the writers were like, we got to put one more episode in. They're like, uh, we'll just do, do some like bits. A goofy thing. We'll just do some bits. <laughs> uh, so Tom has a job interview at this office that we then learn is a courthouse later. Um, so there is this chaotic adult man <laughs> sitting in the waiting room and Tom just like starts talking to him and he's like, I got a job interview. He's like, oh, for what? And he's like, mailroom. He's like, yeah, me too. And he's like. Then the guy is just like, I used to run a company for 28 years that bribed politicians to vote in our favor so that we would get money. But and then now, there was a big scandal. But I wasn't involved. But kind of. And then there was a big scandal. And then now I'm, I got fired. And now. But the big thing at the end was that the big joke at the end was that him and Tom yeah. were applying for the same job, I guess. Yeah. And then Tom was like, my girlfriend's pregnant. I need this job. And the guy goes, yeah, mine too. I went. Yeah. Okay. It was like, it was very. I wanted Tom to fight that man. Like it was, he was a very, he was clearly a drunk, sad old man. I loved it. Um. So then we go to the butcher shop. Ben wants to go home because he's a wimpy wimp. I don't want to be I a wimp. I just like really sad, but like also not. And I just like want to go home and lay down. Okay, great. Me too. Always, uh, constantly. Ever, no one has ever been at work and not felt that. Like, <laughs> calm down. Uh, Ricky basically is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's Ricky what Ricky wants said. To murder Ben. He's I want like, to. Literally, Ben just comes up to him every day like he's a sad like, little hey, puppy. I, I feel sad. I'm sad. Tell me okay. what to do. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. And then he's like, our you you and I, our friend Rachel and I used to have a coworker who would literally like come into Rachel's office, shut the door, and complain for over an hour about her own job. And Rachel would be like, I it. actually have a lot going on. Like, I can't. I'm trying okay. to work. I'm, I did come here to work. It's hard and when this you have... coworker would just be like, but I just feel so sad. And she'd be like, maybe you should go to therapy. Like, like I don't get paid to help with like, that. Okay, well, I'm okay. Like, There's definitely a difference between two coworkers like, talking and yeah. like venting together. And, then, and like, one coworker, one coworker like, who vents at everybody and no one can get a like, word in. Ah, okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so Ben's being a real Ben about this whole thing. <laughs> um, and then Ricky's like, do you think that you can hide this from Amy? Because you, you can't. can't. And he's like, but maybe I could. And he's like, no. even if the baby goes away, Adrian could decide to tell Amy and yes. fuck you. 
Um, so then Ben is just like, what should we do? Should she get the the abortion? And Ricky's like, I don't really care. And then he's like, I do think that you should decide. You, He said, you both need to decide what to if you want the baby before the baby's born. He's like, because my parents decided after I was born that I never should have been born. And that's how I got into the foster system. That's so fucked up. And I was like, man. <laughs> Ricky. All right. And then Ben's basically like, okay, well, but I I have problems. <laughs> but remember me? Remember wrote, me? <laughs> this is my last note for that scene. Ben, this is literally your fault. Don't drag daddy Ricky into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's complaining about all this shit when Ricky already went through it. Yeah. Ricky's where, like, I have a kid. Like, I get it. And then Ben's like, no, you don't get it. And I'm like, this is different because I'm rich. So think it would be easier for me. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so then we go to the Bowman guest house and Jack is secretly living there with Tom. In the haunted guest house. In the haunted guest house. And honestly, I feel like this would have been the smartest choice from the beginning. Like, I don't know why Kathleen was like, yeah, Tom can just live out there by himself. When clearly the shenanigans that go on, it's not true. I'm like, why would she, if Jack really needed a place to live, the Christian thing to do would be to help him. Especially if you have a guest house that you want your adult child with a learning disability. That you, that is mischievous. That is very mischievous. (laughs) And likes to come up with goofs and gaffs. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But whatever. I feel like that she should have been like, hey, the wheels are turning in my head. Tom can go live on his own like he wants to. And then Jack, who needs a place to live, can Can, live there too. They can monitor each other. Exactly. Because then it, it eliminates the risk of like... Oh, like, I'm worried about Grace and yeah. him hooking up again or something. Because Tom doesn't want that to happen. And, so and Tom would Tom's like, like a guard dog. Tom would shut it down immediately. <laughs> yeah, so. it's honestly the best if, situation. And then if Tom is doing a shenanigan, Jack could be like, hey, Mrs. Also, you have a whole ass guest house. Fucking rich people. I can't. <laughs> I, oh my if God. I had a Can guest I just house, say? I would let anyone. I'd be like, yeah, just come live in it. I saw someone we went to college with posted a picture of like their childhood home. And I was like. I think everyone should have to tell me if they're rich. I just think that the Bowmans were stupid for not putting this in place in the first place. And like working it out with his parents and like making a making it structured. Yeah. Well, and first like, of all, Jack's parents should not have left the state until they found out where Jack was living. Yeah, that's pretty shady that they're just like they're like, do you have a place to live? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, great, we will not verify. They, we won't check to see if it's okay. Or my parents would have been like. Not leaving, (laughs) basically. Um, So Tom is moving his stuff from the big house to the guest house. um, And Jack is hungry, so he opens the fridge. There's nothing in there. So he opens the freezer, and he finds some brownies. Bag of brownies. Bag of brownies. I wrote in my notes, these aren't weed brownies, are they? (laughs) Kate, let me just tell you. I have been waiting. I knew that this was coming. Well, because we've talked about if there was going to be a weed episode. And I have always said, yes, there is a weed episode. And this is I just didn't know when and i didn't expect it to be now but then it was it was so also there's really nothing comes of it well not yet oh okay maybe we'll have um there's a whole and okay we'll talk more about the weed brownies later (laughs) so then we go to the jurgens um ricky is doing the dishes and ann comes in and she's like you don't you don't have to do that. She's like literally like, I cannot wait to be part of this weird. She, I think <laughs> she wants to sleep with Ricky. Oh, she's, she's like literally a man has never been nice to her. And so. Or she, done work willingly or anything. She's like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, well, you made dinner. So I'll clean up. And she's like, oh, <gasps> she like what? came. <laughs> she's like, consideration. What? Have you met George? <laughs> um, so Anne basically is just like, is Amy good at the French horn? Crazy that she's a sophomore in high school and has been playing the French horn since the third grade and no one's ever heard it. 
I don't think she actually plays. She's one of those band kids that gets through all the way through high school. Without ever practicing? No, but... But they they have concerts. No, listen. 100% when I was in band, there were at least three people who never played. That would have been me. Who would just pretend... That is so funny. It's... What a good scam. And for me, no, it's not. Because you have to sit through all the band shit, and you're not even playing. So we... You get that snazzy uniform. Mm. And I for me, marching band was a something I had to do to get to concert band. You couldn't oh. be in one or the other. You had to get through marching band if you wanted to be in concert band. And I love concert band. So I would like get through marching band and it would be like, finally. But then these motherfuckers would be like, I don't like either because I don't even know how to play the flute. I'm just going to walk around and twiddle my fingers and pretend. That is me bananas i love that you know who you were from paulding high school band and not the kid that sat on his cymbals another one no he you could tell when he played because it was always on the wrong beat (laughs) i love it um i I told you he was the same one who snuck his girlfriend into the instrument cage room during class did i tell you about this yes so horrible um (laughs) and we were all just like looking and our band director's like what is wrong with you guys and we're like you gotta go. They're in there. Walk carefully. <laughs> Close your eyes. Yeah, knock. <laughs> you don't want to see that little symbol crushing butt naked. Ew. Um. So basically, Anne is like, "Is Amy good at French horn? Why does she like to play instruments?" Well, and, and Ricky's like, "Well, she told me the story about why she started playing it, and it's like Peter she, and the Wolf." I don't know Peter. So Peter and the Wolf is like <laughs> I don't know it's him. a like a piece of music basically, and there's different animals and characters mm. that are represented by different instruments. So mm. little kids, I remember learning about it in music class, and it would be like, oh, look at the little the maybe the duck was a clarinet quack quack, and it would be like, and it sounds like a duck, and then the wolf comes, mm. and it's like, Arr. you learned about this in elementary school music, yes. See, my elementary school had our one music teacher who would, like, you'd do your specials and you'd have music and it was with him. His name was Mr. Blake. And he's an old man and he hated all children and he told us we were foolish. <laughs> and he would come to our class to do music and we would have to sing from, like, random sheet music all together. And the only thing I really remember is that we had to sing a song called Coffee Is Not For Me <laughs> because we were children. And it went C-O-F-F-E-E. Coffee is not for me. <laughs> wow. And that's why I didn't like music is because Mr. Blake kept telling us we we're foolish, which was honestly <laughs> true. But I mean, like, wasn't you should, wrong. Wasn't wrong. That's so, so then, good. Like, I never played an instrument because he, like, so it was like my elementary school in sixth grade. And so in sixth grade music, at like the end of the year, you had to sign up for band for middle, middle school. And it was through Mr. Blake. Like you had to be like, I want to play this instrument, which like the, he never taught us all the instruments. So I was like, first of all, how do I know what they are? And if I'm even good at them. Um, but, That's so sad. And so I was like, no, I hate music. <laughs> and so I didn't play an instrument until I got into bell choir, which is really, you don't have to like, you just have to know how yeah. to 
bang it. Move your hands, I guess. Um, but so we didn't do anything fun like that. We just got called <laughs> foolish and sang about coffee. Our, and I still sing that song all the time while, I drink, while I drink while coffee. While you chug coffee. <laughs> yeah. Our music teacher was my friend Laurel's mom. Hi. <gasps> and she's delightful. And oh, my God. Maybe I should go and be in Laurel's music class. <gasps> you would love it. And then I would learn to love music. It really, honestly. Um, Laurel, I found- if you're listening... I've um, have been looking at your classroom when you post on your Instagram so and I want to be in it. It's very cute. <laughs> so if I could join your Zoom calls for, with your kids, I, that would be great. Thank you. And good night. I pulled up the animals. And bless Peter. the food. <laughs> bless the food. I pulled up the animals for Peter and the Wolf because I knew I was wrong. The bird is the flute. The burger. The bird. Oh. <laughs> There's a the French like- fry <laughs> is a trombone. <laughs> And a Coca-Cola is, is a symbol. Bing. Um, the duck is the oboe. The cat is a clarinet. Wolf, French horn. Um, Peter is the strings. Ooh. But yeah, there's so, like a Disney cartoon version of it. So I, Amy likes music. I don't. Um, but so I guess Anne would like play that for her or like whatever when she was little. And Amy's afraid of the wolf. Which I'm like, great, great parenting. Great parenting, Anne. She's a sophomore. Sophomore. Post year. Horrible. Um, <laughs> bad people. Um, <laughs> but I, it's like. Anne kept playing it for her, and it was scaring her. she was her. afraid of it. And so she was like, I'll learn to play the French horn. <laughs> and I'll be first chair. As a sophomore. And, she, and then she told Ricky that she didn't think her mom loved her until she started playing the French horn. She played the French horn because she wanted her mom to love her. And, and I'm just like, so Ricky says that to Anne, and Anne's like, I do love her. And Ricky's like, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, and and the, then he says, she knows that. I think now I think he's what he says he's like she knows that now yeah now that now that she had a baby she knows that you love her because you didn't kill her or nothing <laughs> even though you did play her that horrible song <laughs> and he scared her um my last pull it note up. you want to hear it no I'm afraid I'm gonna have to start playing the French horn um, <laughs> I have one um wolf part <laughs> <laughs> Peter and the wolf burger part <laughs> I love the burger part Play it. Who, me? Oh. I can see why this scared her. Well, the wolf is scary. (laughs) Have I ever told you about the time that I went to a recital hour at Capitol for humanities class? You gotta turn this off. (laughs) I'm getting scared. It's scary. I do, like, so I don't know if you do this in humanities, but for mine, we had to go to, like, one piece of theater, which is obviously easy for me, one, like, music type event and then one like physical art type event Mm -hmm. we did that so i waited until the last minute to do the music part because of course i did and my teacher was our uh well-known well-loved uh bill kennedy and so so i'm sure he expected this out of me if you didn't put off all of bill's assignments then who were (laughs) you um so i went to recital hour at capitol and i thought i was going to be vocal hour it was instrumental hour which i was like okay not as fun but fine very so rude. not only did I go to instrumental, I want to hear. Music, you think I want to hear a bunch of white, white, <laughs> white people singing at me? I do some Hamilton bullshit. I don't think uh, so. Hamilton was not even out, so no, that would no. not have happened. Um, so not so I went to instrumental, which I was like, whatever, it's fine. Like I, the God, I literally have to today. Do this. <laughs> the papers due an hour after the recital hour is over. 
So I wrote the craziest paper because <laughs> they didn't give out any programs. Oh, no. And so I couldn't. <laughs> so you were just I guessing? I didn't know who anybody was. And I didn't. I could barely tell what instrument they were playing. And I didn't know what song they were playing. And so my paper, I'm going to see if I can find it. I'm going to have to read it to you. Oh, my God. Because it was like, then and a then girl <laughs> came out. I think she's playing a flute. And I liked it. <laughs> she played it. was probably like. She played it oh for my four God. minutes, and it sounded high. It sounded like a flute, yes. It was high pitch. It was <laughs> the worst, probably one of the worst papers I've ever written, because I was like, I have no information. It's so good. That's so it's excellent. so bad. Uh, anyway, the last note I wrote for the scene is, I'm in love with Ricky. No one tell Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. He is sitting right next to me. He probably read that. Um, all right. So then we go to the guest house. Um, Jack is eating the brownies and he gives one to Tom and then we move on. If there's a brownie in the freezer, it's a weed brownie. That's a rule. Is that true? I feel like that's true. I've never had a weed brownie. I feel like people put them there for storage just because they'll make like a bunch and you can't eat them very quickly because or you'll die. Well, I mean, depending on the dosage, I'm sure. But they really... Is that a weed? Is that a weed? I'm calling the police. Um, then we go to the Ben's house. And he's he the worst. calls Adrian and offers to take Adrian to the clinic. And she's like, no, you literally can't even drive. And I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> he drives his car. He has a... Well, What's a provisional license? Is that a permit? I guess. And like, or... Because I remember there was a rule where it was like, you could drive yourself, but not too many people yeah, who are... Know. A certain age right is there rules like that there is but it's not like it's not just one other person i think it's like you can't drive two or more yeah i don't, I don't really know. remember but she's basically like you can't even you're a virgin that can't drive <laughs> but not the virgin but not part. the virgin part barely uh yes. i fixed that i fixed it next to a pizza um give me pizza adrian's like no thank you for offering but it's okay and ben's like well, are you sure and then they hang up and then reuben adrian can hear reuben yelling about like her getting an abortion to Cindy and she's sad. Anyway, we go on to a bad time. So we go to the Jergens. Ashley is in the garage. She's writing in her journal. Is it, is this a plug for the book? Oh my God. Is this a plug for, for the, the book? Secret for Diary Secret Diary? It has to be. I'm going to need to buy that book. I think we have to do an episode on it. I've, yes. Um, so George comes in and he's like, I heard yelling from next door. Yelling that was loud enough for me to hear it. So I didn't technically spy. And I heard exactly what they said. And, and I heard now what I'm they confronting said. you about it. Um, and he's like, I know Adrian's pregnant. Did you know Adrian's pregnant? She's like, yeah. And Ashley's like, it's nobody's business, so don't tell anybody. And he's, he's like, like, is this why you told your sister to go to New York? And she's like, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little, because um, I want Maybe I wanted to fuck her baby daddy. <laughs> so fuck off. And that's it. <laughs> You're ruining my plans. Her baby daddy, my, my baby, baby daddy. daddy. And then Anne wants to make <laughs> him and her baby daddy. <laughs> and then Moose. Wouldn't it be wild if everybody that lives in that house had had sex with Ricky? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That's a fanfic. Now that I'll be writing. I will. I look forward to your chapters. Thank you. <laughs> um, What's it called? A family affair. There it's you go. called Kissy Rick. Kissy family Ricky. Affair. <laughs> Ew. 
Uh, so Ashley says, "Don't tell Anne because I don't." Don't want her- tell mom. That's the perfect uh, use of that. <laughs> Thank you. She's basically like, I, n- nobody can tell Amy, so don't tell mom because mom will tell Amy. And he's like, "I told your mom my lion days were over." No she's more like, secret. Okay. And then Ricky comes in because Robbie woke up and Anne's in the shower. And so he decided to take care of the baby. He said, I have this baby, please. I have this. Take it away. Thanks, love. Kissy Rick. <laughs> I never kissy and tell. Um, Robbie's a fat baby. I love him. He's a little chonk. I didn't think he's he was bald. that cute when he was born. He's a bald bitch, though. <laughs> Just takes after his dad. Uh, unless. Unless. Uh, so then. Unless it's Ricky's. George takes the baby away. And then he's like looking at Ashley and Ashley's like upset. And I, she like has crying eyes. She's upset <laughs> about Adrian. I can't really. T- why is she upset? She's I just sh- trying to get Ricky to smooch her. So he, she's like, I don't want to talk. And he's like, tell me what's wrong. And she's like, no, I don't want to talk <laughs> about things <laughs> we've gone through. Um, that's what happened in my head. Um, so then they hug and she I tries- would love a musical episode. <gasps> we don't really get one but there's we get a musical number that's not good enough it's not good enough <laughs> Brenda we're putting a musical episode in the revival hell Thank you. actually it's crazy ex-girlfriend style musical numbers every episode yes um so Ashley tries to kissy Rick is what, truly what I wrote <laughs> and Ricky's like we can't and she's like we, we can't. must <laughs> so then they kiss I don't like it one bit he should only be kissing Amy her lips are crazy yeah they're very big puffy and puffy it's like she's been biting them just get ready has. <laughs> chomping chomping i want these lips to uh, be whoosh so i think in my head this is what happened while they were kissing is that ricky was like i didn't want to do this i said no thank you he, he's like i said no thank you and then we and now we are did kiss, it. and then he pushed away and he said no, no. <laughs> and then he leave and then he say i'm gonna go sleep with your mom <laughs> and then your dad <laughs> and then your dog <laughs> fuck you yeah so they kissed um he should only kiss amy <laughs> that's it that's the rule <laughs> so <laughs> my next location adrian that's it not adrian's house not just adrian adrian so cindy finds a note in adrian's room and basically, she said, I'll be home tomorrow. I can't take your fighting. Bye-bye. Bye. Cindy says, it's Ruben's fault, so he has to go find her. And also, I'm like, he's also the DA, so it's probably just easier for him to get involved. Yeah. Um. So we go to the guest house. Jack and... T- they Okay, so in the guest house, they have these two cute little recliners. I kind of wanted them for us to podcast it. Oh, my God. That'd be very cute. Um. So Jack and Tom are sitting in their recliners, and they're just they're staring, staring at a TV that is off. Um, Grace calls Jack. I honestly thought their high acting was not very good. I feel like, well, first of all, the material wasn't that good. Yeah, they didn't have anything funny to say. Tom did do a little dance in this that I thought Which was Which I good. was like, that's not a high thing, is it? I don't know. Not from TV movies I've seen. <laughs> I would never do an illegal substance. I would never. Me neither. Never. Anyway... Um, Grace calls Jack and Grace is like, I'm afraid we're going to hell because we didn't stop Adrian from having an abortion. Well, way to make this all about you again, Grace. Like, Great. <laughs> um, so, so they, 
get off the phone and somebody says something about guest house and Tom is like, guest house? <laughs> and he's like, guest, guest house, guest house. And then he says like a little ditty about like something. I don't even know. I didn't write it down. It was, it was wild. Um, so earlier in the episode, Jack asked Tom about his job interview and he's like, oh yeah, it went great. I just have to do a test. An easy one. So it turns out it's actually a drug test and and they just had pot brownies accidentally. Yeah. And Jack says, Tom, I think we're high. <laughs> Made me laugh. <laughs> um, then we go to the Jurgens, and I don't know why, because it's just George putting on his coat and he's like, I'm going to take Moose for a walk. And Anne's like, but we could bone. And he's like, all right. Anne is horned up. It's, it's because Ricky's living there. Well, I think George was going to. Yeah. And she's like, I can't have sex with my daughter's Son baby daddy. <laughs> um because George is like going to go out, I think, and help look for Adrian because then he gets a call from Ruben. Yeah. So I think he was going to go outside and snoop more. Yeah. And then Anne's like, instead of snooping, what about snooping? Booping. <laughs> Boop. Sex. Okay. Um, I think Anne's <laughs> horned up because Ricky lives in her house. So she's like, well, she's this'll like, be, this'll do. She's like, an attractive man has never lived here. So I'm like really confused. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Um, so then we go to Adrian's. Ruben calls George. He declines. Ruben calls Ashley. Is literally I hated on, this bit. This was I so stupid. I hated this bit. Calls so Ashley from Adrian's phone. Um, and is like, Adrian's missing. Is she there? And she's like, no. And she's like, okay, well, if you hear from her, like, tell her to call me. And Ashley's like, okay, well. So Ashley literally hangs up, calls, calls that number phone, back, <laughs> and is like, and Ruben's like, what? And she's like, oh. oh. And he's, well, and then, like, she saw that it was Adrian. Yeah. And then, and then, he then it says, was Ruben. And then I thought he explained it too, or maybe he explained it that time. He was like, I have Adrian's phone. She left it here. And she's like, cool. Oh, okay. So then we go to the Bowmans and the exact same thing happens. Ruben calls Grace. Grace is like, oh, I'll have Adrian call if she comes here. Hangs up, calls Adrian's phone. Exact same scene happens. And it's not even funny. It's, it's just not, not It wasn't funny the first time. It wasn't time. funny the first time. And they're like, let's do it again. So then Tom comes in and he's like, I do not feel well. Um, I have to call our stepdad. And they're like, Grace is like, oh, well. Where's our new doctor dad? <laughs> where's our new says. doctor dad? And he, Grace is like, oh, they already went to bed. But what's wrong? And he goes, don't try doctor me. All right. Good point. Very good um, point. Well taken. So Tom says he has stomach problems. And, and then, then he, he takes, takes the whole plate of cookies away. Takes an entire plate of cookies and goes out to the guest house. And he goes in the door and announces that he brought cookies. I've got cookies. Um, Grace follows him and is like, who are you talking to? So Jack runs and he run, 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 hide in the shower. Grace is like, why were you eating these brownies? And he's like, I don't know. Found him in the Tom's like, found him in the freezer. And he's like. She yeah, says, okay, let's talk about this. Marshall let a homeless guy stay here once. He was out of, he was in like Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, but he didn't want to go to rehab, so Marshall let and, him But stay he got here. kicked out of his house or something? Yeah, so they're probably his brownies. I said, no, it sounds like Marshall was had tired of brownies. his family. And had weed brownies for himself. Because uh, which, also, if you are an unemployed alcoholic where homeless are you man. weed? Wheat brownies. Where did he make the brownies? Where would you make, or if you bought them from, it's just not what happened. I wrote, Grace, I can't even get into this. That's not the kind of drugs someone like that would be doing. No. Uh, That's the kind of drugs high school girls do. Maybe. I don't know. Can they get wheat brownies in high school? Probably. 
Kate, I am a full grown adult. <laughs> I am 27 years old and I could not tell you where to get weed. Yeah, I don't know. So the young kids these day, they I, you hear about like kids doing drugs and I'm like, how did they find anything? I don't know. Where I don't they think get- I could have found an alcohol when I was in high school. I don't know where they get these things. I don't. I still I, I'm a full grown adult. And if I wanted to do a drug, you walk out I in the middle of the like, street. You're like, please, somebody give me a weed. <laughs> a weed. Um, so Grace calls oh my God. Adrian's phone again, and <laughs> fully knowing that it's not Adrian and Ruben but being answers. explicitly told by. Yes. So she she calls again and Ruben's like, I am not Adrian. I have her phone. She left it. And she's like, oh, oh. Well, I just wanted to tell you that I've been praying for this whole situation. I know you're going to find her and everything's going to be OK. And she's like, just just know that Mr. Adrian's dad. And he's like, Enriquez. Enriquez. And, and she says. Enriquez to you. And Enriquez to you. And I laughed out loud. That did make me laugh. And that was I said, pretty funny. And bless the food. That is Enriquez to you. Enriquez and bless the food. Like what a fucking she. She's a moron. The problem with this show is that they tell you people who are smart. They're like, oh, this person's really smart. And then they say the stupidest shit you've ever heard. And I'm like, how in the world is Grace supposed to be smart enough to be a doctor? When she couldn't figure that out, that when he she was called telling Adrian's phone several times, knowing that Adrian would not answer and knowing the whole situation. And then also that that simple setup of like, oh, I don't know his last name. I'll call him Mr. Ruben. And he corrects you and says Enriquez. And she's why would he why would Enrique's he start to spe- you? Oh, my God. And bless the food. I hate her. Um, then we go <coughs> to a street. Madison and Lauren found Jack's truck on the street because he parked it like two blocks away from the Bowman's house so nobody would see. But now Madison thinks that it's parked outside Some random somebody's girl. house and they think he's cheating. So Madison's having a breakdown. We move on. And Lauren is not being Lauren's supportive. Like, it's curfew. We She's gotta like, go. Can we go home? <laughs> Very relatable. Um, so we go to Adrian's. Leo calls Ruben and he's like, hey, Adrian's at my house. He called private. He did. I mean, he's a sausage king. He said, I have people. <laughs> I love that on this show, when somebody calls someone else, it says like the caller ID with an ellipses. It's like Amy dot dot dot. Adrian dot dot dot. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Why is this the way phones work? I'm going to put your number in my phone Kate. as Kate dot dot dot. dot, dot. dot. Dot dot dot. Always That's what very, they did in the olden days. Very ominous when very, Kate calls, and it's gonna be me being like, "Can you check on my mom?" Hey, can you go drive two and a half hours? My mom didn't call me back. I think she think didn't she, wake up for work. She didn't wake up for work or something. <laughs> go check. She does not call her dad. She calls me. Anyway, no, one hundred percent. I call you first. So. <laughs> Leo basically is like, Adrian's at my house. She's fine. I can, like, we'll bring her back in the morning. I think she should stay here. Like, she's with Ben. Everything's fine. And Ruben's just like, I just don't want her to get the abortion. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, cool. Anyway. So anyway, um, Adrian's here. I gotta go. And Ruben's like, I just... I'm a bad person. And we're like, yeah. yeah. We're aware. We're like, Ruben, you fell from so high. <laughs> um. So then we go up to Ben's room um, ben is like staring out of the window ominously and Adrian is like laying on his bed like behind him like all snuggled and I don't know if I just like I don't know what I really thought would happen but I was like is he gonna turn around and strangle her like I don't know if I watch like too much true crime apparently but I was like 
What's because he was just like looking at the window so ominously. That's how like and I was like, <gasps> but that's how all the teen dramas would be now. Yes, if Secret Life was in twenty twenty, there would be murder. Ben would have murdered Adrian. There would be murder involved for sure. Because nowadays, I mean, like Pretty Little Liars changed the damn game. I think I need to rewatch Pretty Little. I've Liars. never watched it. It is the craziest program. It's. I personally think Pretty Little Liars is crazier than Riverdale. Well, it's like it's like where it was like its grandparent. It's the grandparent of Riverdale and all that shit. Sabrina, the teenage, the new one. Yeah. And all the other teen shows. The teens. They're getting their weeds and they're acting crazy. (laughs) These teens. Um, But so Ben goes and lays down on the bed and they're just like laying there and they like hold hands. And I was like, don't stop trying to make me like this because I don't (laughs) stop trying to make them happen. It's never going to happen. Never. So then we go to, okay. What the fuck? (laughs) I have to tell you something. And it's that after we left Ben's, we went to commercial. And so I was on my phone, like doing whatever. And Daniel was watching with me. And so he starts laughing and this montage started. And I thought it was a commercial. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. No, me too. And he started laughing and I was like, what? And I was like, oh, so it's a very, a pretty long photo montage because they, it's expensive to film in New York. And so they couldn't actually film in New York. So they flew Shailene Woodley to New York and just just took took a bunch of pictures, took a bunch of pictures of her. And she's like, by like a statue and then she's trying to come out of the subway and All then she's the asking pictures, people directions most of the pictures are, are her with someone else looking at a map being like where am i going yeah um while an mgmt song plays so but i first went is this group love and then i went <laughs> no is way. this foster the people and then dana looked it up when they were actual lyrics because it first started and it was just do 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 Dude, and I was like, how am I supposed to Google that? Like, what's the song that goes like, do, 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 Yes, it's by MGMT, who I had forgotten about. Yes, didn't we all? So then we just go to Amy's dorm like nothing happened. There is a knock on the door, and who it looks would... like she's doing homework, also. Yeah, I was like, isn't the homework banned? I don't get it. <laughs> so there's a knock on the door, and who would it be but Bristol uh, Palin? Oh, wait, is that really who that was? That's Bristol Palin. I was going to say that is it was the most boring. Um, it's the most boring. The child of the. The one, one who got pregnant, right? Yeah, yeah. She got pregnant. Sarah Palin's daughter, Parasailin. I love to say Parasailin. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Palin's daughter, Bristol Palin, who was a teen mom. And a very bad actress. So she knocks I've, on the door. Her and Grant would be perfect Oh my together. god, I ship them. They have absolutely no <laughs> hey, emotion in their voice. Me. Hey, look who's here. It's me. I'm, in, I'm Bristol I'm Palin. Love, I'm, pa- I'm Bristol Palin. I love you. I love you, Grant. <coughs> so there's a knock on the door and Amy's like, who is it? And she's like, it's Bristol. <laughs> Wait, did she really said that? Yeah, she goes, I it's was Bristol. And Amy's your like, buddy. who's Bristol? And she's like, I'm your buddy. <laughs> like, okay. So Bris- Amy opens the door and Bristol's like, I'm your buddy. I'm supposed to be like going around with you. You I- missed I can't orientation you. yesterday. Yeah. And Amy's like, oh, I got lost for, for several hours. All day. For all day. <laughs> and so Amy's like, oh, yeah, I was just like, I, I can't I go just with gave you up. Now. Yeah, basically, I just gave up and came back here. And she's like, oh, well, we can go like to blah, blah, blah now. And Amy's like, oh, yeah, I just have to finish up doing something for my family. And she was like, oh, OK. So Bristol enters the room and she goes, do you have a son or a daughter? And Amy's like, I have a son. And how, and how did you know? Well, and Bristol's like, I have a son, I too. Have a son. Actually, I need to Google the name of Bristol Palin's son because I'm pretty sure it's crazy. Um, well, her name's Bristol. 
His name is Trip Easton Mitchell Johnston. That's horrible. Um, I'm Trip? pretty sure all the is Palin- it two P's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like on New Girl when Schmidt pretends to be a Romney and he calls himself Tag Romney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. the The Palin family is Bristol, Trig, Willow, Track, Piper, Sailor. <laughs> These are just it's terrible, <laughs> horrible. Anyway, so that's what happens. So Bristol's like, oh, I have a son, too. And she's like, oh, that's great. How did you know I had a kid? And she says, this is a whole. She, I repeat this line several <laughs> times today, like throughout the day. Today, oh, I'm she goes, we're all teen moms and musicians. <laughs> We're okay. We're, we're all, all teen, teen moms, moms and, musicians. and musicians. That's the real tagline for this podcast. <laughs> I said Brenda really got us on this one because well, they, not, were the clues they were giving us was that Amy's really not that good at the French no, horn. She got in because there's a select amount of people in the United States that this is literally every single band kid who got pregnant. Everyone, like, they were like, them. we'll take them all. Because there's probably, I mean, and to get a whole band of the every one of like, oh, and we have a pregnant tuba player and a pregnant trombone player and a pregnant, you know, like that's a lot of work. <laughs> Looking up if there's any statistics on how many teen parents are in marching band. <laughs> I mean, listen, all that I know is that there is an article on uh, perspectiveonline.com. I don't know what that is, but. The quote says, I got a job, quit marching band, and put the crib into my room. Okay, oh, so okay. there's clearly not that many people that are doing both. <laughs> the I market mean, is small. It's just, I... What We're a weird... We're all teen moms and musicians. <laughs> We're all teen moms here. <laughs> so basically, it's revealed to Amy that she's not actually that good and that Dr. Bank got her in because she is a teen. She found out about it late, a basically. Teen, yeah. Yeah. Cause that it wasn't just because of... It wasn't based on merit alone that she it was, was allowed in. On merit and that she has a baby. They should have been allowed to bring the babies. Because yeah, the if babies- they all are teen moms, then they all had to do a whole bunch of arrangements. Yeah, because to- you would think that if it's just for teen moms and they were allowed to bring the babies, they could have like on-site a daycare, daycare and like run make- by us. And See, like in the revival. Well, it just would make it just doesn't make sense to be like, hey, you're a teen mom and we have this opportunity just for teen moms. But only if you have a way to get your baby to stay somewhere else for four weeks. That's bullshit. We're all teen moms here. And musicians. Yeah. Oh, Bristol Palin Brenda. sucked ass at acting. I, don't I was know like, why they had her? It was like when they she had probably, Sean Johnson. Do they probably, that? it's probably like people who, actors or whatever famous, semi famous people who were like, oh, I like the show or I'm friends with someone yeah. related to the show. They're like, oh, they're famous. We can get them in. <laughs> Do you remember when they had olympic gymnast sean johnson yes. and she literally did a cartwheel in the hallway and then ricky was like hey and she was like hey yeah and it that was, was like it. the whole thing and it was really weird yep this was the same yes um, much so the same we go to the jergens Anne and george are postponing and Anne tells george the story that ricky told her about amy and why she plays french horn and she's like i'm really happy that ricky's staying here he's hot he's hot <laughs> <laughs> okay he does the dishes and cares about me Tell me stories. I'm like some men in this house. Bald. (laughs) Hair plugs. (laughs) Ugly. (laughs) 
teen mom musicians. Fat. <laughs> hey, fat. Horrible. Um, so hey, horrible. <laughs> we're in the. We go back to the guest house. Grace and Tom slept in those recliners, but they didn't like recline them. No, they're just they like curled just, like, up, crumpled up in little, these like, leather chairs. Horrible. Uh, and Jack's- Jack is sleeping on the edge of the shower. <laughs> Like a little, like a little cat. It looks like something that would happen like after a college party with heavy drinking. But they were all. I mean, they weren't sober. But like, I mean, yeah, I guess they were acting like. And then he like woke up and he was all sore. He I'm was like, like, my is back's that from broken? I'm like, I don't think that's the weed, buddy. I think that's just from sleeping yeah. on the fucking floor of the shower. So Jack's sleeping in the shower and Madison calls and he answers, which I was like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. First of all. But she's like, where are you? I caught your truck. And he's like explaining the whole thing. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm staying in the Bowman's guest house. And Grace like throws open the shower curtain and she's like, no, you're, you're not. not. And he's like, Grace, listen. Please. I am an idiot. Have you heard about me saying please? He's like, please, please, Grace. Please don't say anything because I am homeless. And, <laughs> and if she's you, like, okay. Fine, you're homeless. So basically she promises to give him a couple days. Yes. So then we go to the Jurgens. Ashley's in the kitchen and Ricky comes in and she's like, can we forget that that ever happened? And Ricky goes, no. And we move on. And I was like, yeah, that was really weird. Okay. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> So then we go to Ben's. Um, Hank and Alice are there for breakfast, I guess. And then Ben like tells on, them like about, a weird little silver tray. And yeah. I'm like, how do all these people have time before school? What time does school start for them? Eleven? I think it starts at noon. Literally. It's, it's noon to two. <laughs> but they have social hour from 10 to 12. It's gossip hour. Yes. Um, so Ben like tells them about Amy or not Amy, about Adrian and the baby and the abortion and all that. And they're like, oh, we've never heard that before. Weird. <laughs> Um, so new facts Leo comes in and he's like hey I'm gonna go over to Ru- like hang out with Ruben while all this is while the abortion is going on because I don't think he should be by himself and he's like also don't Hank and Alice don't tell anybody about this and they're like oh yeah thanks sure. Sausage King uh, duly noted thank you um, so Leo's like you should go with Adrian to the clinic and he's like she, she told me not to go and he's like I don't think she wants to have to ask you to go like just show up and I was like I don't really know this is a great plan but no whatever. it's like literally these men are telling Ben what to do about yeah. a woman's opinion which she already told him yeah like she already like explicitly said he like explicitly was like hey I can give you a ride I can go with you and she I was can like do whatever no. and she said no thank you so that means no thank you Oh, and she, then Hank is also like, yo, you should go. Yeah, yeah. Hank, you have pink eye. Hank, fuck off. Get, you should go to urgent care. Go to urgent care, Hank. <laughs> Get that shit out of your eyes. <laughs> God. So we go to Adrian. Cindy and Adrian come downstairs. They're leaving for the clinic. Ruben is like, hey, I just want you guys to know. He's, like, I'm trying guys, to redeem myself as a character yeah. in the show. He's like, I don't want to get fired for being the DA. So... <laughs> Like, you guys are right. It's Adrian's decision. I'm really sorry. He's like, I guess, like, being a family doesn't mean you have to agree on everything. And I will go with you if you want. And, and I love like, you. She's like, no. I'm like, okay. And then it's over. Yes. Um, but I was glad that Ruben apologized. Yes. And I mean, I don't th- think he really means it. But it's but he still but He still said it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's like, I don't want to get divorced for the 18th time. Not yet. Maybe in a little while. Um, who's the best person? Mm. I wrote Brenda Hampton <laughs> for writing this episode. Um, nobody was that great. Nobody really except did Bristol it. Palin. She was pretty good. Ricky was fine. 
he still kissed Ashley. Yeah, he still let her. I, it didn't look like he... I mean, he literally said no, but like he still did it. Yeah, so nobody's good in this episode. I, I said Everyone's a shithead. Brenda only. <laughs> Alice didn't really do anything wrong. She was just kind she of She was like, kind of gossiping, I guess. Yeah. But... Nobody. Who's the worst? Everybody. everybody. <laughs> I wrote Ruben slash Ben slash Grace. Yeah, they all suck. Three-way tie. Yeah, Grace for me is the most annoying about it, she too. She just won't shut up. She needs to get a hobby. Because the problem, because the thing about Ben and Ruben is that it is their business. Yeah. So I can understand why they're whining about it so much. But Grace literally has zero horses in this race. Like, fuck off, girl. Not good. She needs a new boyfriend and or maybe some milk. a hobby other than baking cookies. Yeah, go to med camp and fuck off. Maybe she should go to a paint and sip. Yes, go paint, sip, sip. Eat, eat some of those weed eat brownies. Eat a weed brownie and sit down. <laughs> You'll feel different. Uh, what did you rate this episode? I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 weed brownies. Oh my god, I gave it 5 out of 5 frozen guest house pot brownies. <laughs> um, I personally think that this episode was excellent. It has some good, it's just so incohesive as an episode of television that I was like, why is any of this happening? But That's the true. goofs were good. I gave it a 5 out of 5 based on the amount of times that I laughed out loud. Yes, I looking at it not as like a good narrative... It is very good because it has good I mean, it's a goofs. F- is a five out of five on Secret Life comparable to a five out of five New Girl? No, <laughs> but it's a five out of five for it, Secret Life scale. And that's something. And that's it. Um, do you have a recommendation? <sighs> yeah. Um, when I was in my deathbed, I watched the BBC miniseries for Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. And it was fun. I mean, the whole time I was kind of comparing it to the 2005 version with Keira Knightley. Um, but it really got rid of a lot of my hours during the day. <laughs> and I really needed it. I needed it. It was comforting. It's it's good comfort watch. So I recommend it. What about you? You been watching anything? Here are the things I watch. I watch Schitt's Creek. I watch New Girl. I watch Golden Girls. I watch Superstore. I watch Broad City. I oh watch God. 90 Day Fiance. So many shows. Um, You're a busy woman. I'm very, very busy currently. Um, all those are excellent programs. I would also, I'm probably going to rewatch all of Gilmore Girls since it's now fall. And I'm probably going to rewatch The Fosters because that's, have I ever told you to watch The Fosters? Probably. It's an ABC family show. Probably. However, it is very, very good. I feel like those shows will make me cry. Oh. Are they criers? Yeah. I don't want to Even cry. I cry during them, and well, I don't normally. Maybe when I'm not congested, I'll think about it. <laughs> I think you should do it now. Clear yourself out. No, if I cry, that makes it worse, and then I get gaggy. Oh. <laughs> Listen, you asked. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> I didn't ask. Um, no, The Fosters is really good. It's about a blended family of two lesbians together let's go lesbians let's go lesbians um one of them's a cop a little bit much for me but you know it's okay um and then the one that's a cop has a son out from a previous marriage to a man and then they adopted twins from foster care when they were little now the twins are teenagers the other son's teenager and then they get two uh siblings from foster care and they all live together and it's very sad. And I 
<laughs> Daniel brought up that I hadn't watched it in a while, and I was like, then I'm going to have to watch it. And, and the cry. theme song made me cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I can't. I don't know if it's because, like, I see, like, foster care stories all day at work, but, like, it, but I it, started watching, I watched it, it pre-working <laughs> at this job, and I was like, I'm a mess. Wow. There. Oh my God! It's I'll have very to be at the right state it's for that. One of ABC Family's best shows. I've heard good stuff about it. I feel like I feel like I've heard like good things. It's so good. A lot of good representation. Lesbians. I mean, lesbians. Lesbians. I mean, that's pretty um, progressive for especially when did it come out? It's been a hot mm-hmm. second, right? For them not to just be a token like side plot. It started in 2013. It's 2013 to 2018. Cuz remember our gay friends in this show, we haven't seen them in seasons. Donovan and Leon. And Leon. You queens live, live like, like kings. kings. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um also, I finished my fall playlist. If anybody wants to listen to it, I'm it's following called it. It's called You Autumn Know, which is very good. Um I'm very proud of the name and that's about it. Yeah, mine is To the Windows, To the Walls, To the Leaves all start to fall till the leaves all start to fall You're that's welcome. it um so we'll be back sometime we'll I try won't say next week but maybe next week is um my sister's wedding we're gonna Woo! try we're gonna try and record again before we go but you know what we're we can't make any promises listen, anymore listen it's fine who knows what'll happen next i'll pro- my house will get flooded i'll get burglared I could burglar. I could get a rash. The hamburglar. A rash? I don't know. I'm just Would thinking. Would that c- keep you from coming here? If it was itchy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening to our podcast. The next time that we are back, maybe next week, maybe next maybe year. Maybe never. Who can Ooh. say? We'll be back with season three, episode six of Secret Life called She Went That Away. Get it? Because this one's called Which Way Did She Go? She went that away. <laughs> so stupid. Man, I love a two-parter episode title gag. Oh, Brenda. Brenda? Brenda. Brenda, I have one thing to say, and it's let us all do it. moms and musicians. <laughs> bye. My. Did you say my? No, I said bye, but gross. My. my. All right, bye. <laughs>